0: Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. <laughs> and after <laughs> back after again, a preseason uh in the books, we are oh so close to Oof. nfl football dude uh we're sitting here on Football's friday back
1: like just football is back let's just let it be known to the audience okay
0: football in general is back yes there's a lot high of school college, football high being school played college,
1: college football being played nfl football rosters are now cut down to size mince meat of that what they were good. a week ago that we've got rosters good. ready to rock we've got the schedule lined up hot and heavy for us what is the first game next thursday
0: I mean, thir- six days from now, six days from yeah. where we're sitting right now, Thursday night, we got the Rams. I'm going to pull the schedule up. We got the Rams in LA, the defending champions, fucking, and then I think following that Thursday, then that's when NFL is doing the Amazon Prime on Thursdays. Um, we'll see how that goes. I think it's an audition. I think that's where Sunday tickets headed.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bezos has the funds to really take that over. I kind of wish I wouldn't have got Sunday Ticket, and I would have got NFL Plus, though. NFL Plus seems like the way to go, from what I've gathered.
0: Sunday? Well, as so here's what's up. You're a Bears fan, and you live in Illinois, so you're never going to— the Sunday Ticket benefit is not as uh, important to you as it is to, like, my family, who Vikings games are almost are, are very often out of market. You know what I'm saying? so like yeah i do know what you're saying so like yeah like the benefit is not as huge by any means for you you're most likely going to be able to get bears on locals every week um but i think that is why it was such a necessity for us and um i'm thrilled that we still have it but honestly i I would love it to go to a streamer apple and just kind of move along i think Um,
1: I just wanted to be more seamless and just to be assimilated into one of these apps that we're already used to because doing it on the extra app or however with the Sunday ticket, sometimes it can be a bit of a hassle. Sometimes they have outages. It is And sometimes for some reason, they consider a Bears game as in market. And then I get a Titans game locally because the Titans are much better and I'm near um, Tennessee and Southern Illinois. Yeah, so I'm just in no man's land because the Bears are so much fucking, they're just trash. I'm trash. Like, 14. I don't know, man. Yeah. You're trash just like me. We'll see. I think it, I think you're right. I think Bezos might just buy that shit because just, the NFL has proven that they are the king of content. They have the most viewership. They're spreading their games out to cover up like huge swaths of the week. Now college football has had a game thir- like Thursday through Monday this week. And it's like a meaningful game every night. We have like a
0: Michigan State game tonight. This NIL is so crazy in terms of like college it's football. It's not like the I same sport. Wasn't saying like I for my gut like I just had a whole thing in my head where I'm like, man, you can't stretch out college kids' lives to football every day. And then I'm like, fuck, man, those kids are getting money, like not I just am, like dude, they're I getting paid like more than some NFL players. Yeah, like uh, I saw C-, C J. Stroud bought suits for everybody for the game against notre dame this weekend um yeah dressed to that's, kill that's a lot of money like you know what i mean 60 that's, a lot grand. Of, that's a lot of money so um, Dude, luke
1: taylor at the university of hawaii after setting the single season sack record also bought that? the entire team 40 suits. sacks in a season and those were Samoan sizes, so you know he was paying extra.
0: Yeah. That, that for those that don't understand that this is like a deep cut reference to like a road to glory <laughs> I did like fucking a decade ago. Ten years ago yeah.
1: on NCAA fourteen or thirteen. You know fourteen uh, doesn't
0: play on my Xbox, on my Series X? Like there's like that's a, there's like certain backward compatible quote unquote games that now they won't play on the newest Correct. Xbox because of like parties and like rights and like stuff like that by the way now
1: that i have a actual new job and i got an extra income stream maybe maybe as late as black friday i should have a new gen console is the way i'm looking at it
0: it's a pretty it's a pretty lovely life i can't lie because I'm, i'm having a great time
1: let me ask you this and then we can get into the real news on madden are your offensive and defensive linemen ridiculously rotund and fat and, like, comically big? I think that might just be an issue on this Xbox, but, no, like, once that. you hit, like, a certain weight threshold, their just body just expands to comically fat. That makes, and, like, me, that makes me think of, like, any anytime, no anytime
0: you'd customize a coach on Madden for, like, from, I mean, any Madden from then to now, the sizes are just ridiculous. They're you like, from, are like, you Andy Reid? They're, uh, absolutely. They're immediately, like, they're like, are you Andy Reid or are you uh, Brad Childress? Are you Brad Childress's head on Andy Reid? <laughs> and I'm like, I yeah. guess so. Like, I, oh I don't gosh. know. Why. They're like,
1: we don't know what Bill Belichick looks like. We never have. We N-E don't know. Coach. He's always, yeah, he's always just a different looking person because he will not give his rights. I
0: think Parcells was Dal coach when uh, he was the Cowboys Dal coach. coach too. So. Um, All right, Luke. Let's get into some we should, real news, yeah, though. But we digress.
1: Are you ready for a serious tone shift? Uh, sure. As we are oft, or, or sorry, as we are apt to do on this podcast, we will hit on the gritty that happens in this sport because we need to be critical of it. We need to shine light on it. So that being said, let's talk about the Bills punter situation. Former Bills punter, now thankfully.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- there's there's nothing to be said, but like just. Disgust, like shock and disgust. It's a really, yeah. Awful I don't really think we broke. need
1: to hit on all the de- the details or even any of the details. Very so let's public. just say, yeah, it was another case of uh assault on a woman, um, but and... not just
0: another case. This is, yeah, this is, I mean, ju- I mean, this is a
1: particularly gruesome it, it's um, scenario. Yeah,
0: the details are out, and you know, it's it's rape, it's gang rape, and uh. It's it's brutal. So the, the stuff that's out there that's easily accessible is really intense. And, yeah, we'd be insane to talk about the league and the way they'd reacted to Deshaun Watson. And um, it's not apples to apples. You shouldn't even necessarily compare them. But it, I think it bodes clarification that this is not um, misconduct. Like, this is rape so it it, it's it's fucked and uh the bills did the right thing in releasing uh this rookie punter but there's some shade in there too like there's some shade in there too and then that in that that they maybe knew about this a month ahead of time um and it's also a punter i i don't i'm sorry but i don't i don't think there i don't think it's uh all that tough of a gesture to cut a punter, like like so, they did the right thing, but maybe not. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a very gross situation, and um, I I'm you know I'm glad Matt Matt, yeah. Matt Arise is not in the league anymore.
1: Yeah, and I I would assume he never uh, really gets footing in the league after this and rightfully no. so. Also to mention his parents came out with a fucking stupid ass statement that was extremely long and very 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 much be- like playing the victim and saying woe is me like our family has been threatened how can we just be canceled like this you can't cancel us i thought we were uh innocent until proven guilty and it's like okay literally there's like no sympathy in here whatsoever it is all like- just about how we yeah. have been wronged, and that's tone deaf, too. And I don't know, man. I'm, it's gross. I mean, you're move on from proven this. guilty it's really I su- up.
0: I suppose, but like that doesn't mean, Yep, But you don't,
1: nobody is, is inherently guaranteed a job in the NFL, anyways. No, it, it is at the discretion of the teams. This is as privilege as
0: privilege gets, and,
1: and we're hitting cut down days anyway. So it's like there was no guarantee you we're even going to be on a roster if you weren't a. Potential piece of shit. You know
0: what I mean? Was he not slated to start? I thought he was slated to start. He
1: was. He was, but there's no guarantees. Punters are very easily interchangeable in this league.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a, yeah, it's been a really somber situation, and this is something that, um, is not brand new. It's been around, but we didn't record, and it would be, uh, it would be a a, remiss, not to mention remiss, but it would be, yeah, it would definitely be a blind spot of us to not, uh, talk about it and acknowledge it and uh yeah it's really really gross so um my sister is uh like bills are like her second team she really really loves that fan base um and uh i know she was pleased that they promptly cut the the player um. Yeah, but. and
1: I like McDermott. He seems like a stand-up guy. For the, you know what I mean. I, I like mean, that, I don't know if knew about it, but
0: good stuff. I, uh, I don't. It's not like we're talking about the Texans or like the Commanders or like anything like that. Like it, it. I've, I don't know of any like shady, gross shit happening behind closed doors in Buffalo. It seems like an all-around, like, good stuff. So uh, I'm, yeah, they're I'm not still... shutting
1: doors; they're breaking tables, Luke.
0: Exactly. I'm still rooting for for Buffalo, of course, and um, you know, heart goes out to anybody affected. It's brutal. Um, I do want to hope ju- hope justice is served. I want to to stay on a thing about punters real quick though, because we had an absolute tank of a punter in the Vikings game, <laughs> right? right right dude, booming like fucking like seventy yards in the air. And like shit. Yeah, that's my like, cousin. Holy fuck! And he is—he's a—he's a big man, and he's wearing 66. We share blood. This is like, this is like fucking nineteen thirties ball. We got a punter wearing sixty six and shit. I will buy that jersey in an absolute heartbeat.
1: Hey man, I can't wait till the blood in his leg congeals. Weak fucking five and then the bears block the butt because yeah, he can't be get his good. fat leg up and no, i'm just kidding he's, <laughs> he's
0: not, not fat he's just butt. built he's yeah.
1: not he's just a big guy no yeah i saw that you got ready your other punter um i thought it was a joke when i saw him trot out there wearing 66 i'm like oh this guy's not making the roster they gave him an offensive lineman number
0: the the gloves are off man like people are like it's sort of the NFL in terms of numbers. It's like stylistically what I've dreamed of is like like all of a sudden, uh, like now the year is cleared where people have like can change numbers and we've got the people coming in with their college numbers and they're keeping them and it's like
1: that's my it, favorite. It's it coming in with the college. Number. It changed
0: quick. Like the le- like the numbers on both sides of the ball changed quick. Like it's 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 kind of awesome. I really dig it. And it, honestly, it's the, we were worried that it
1: would affect like our perception of watching a game and i understanding wasn't worried. tom who brady was, was and it,
0: did it did it even affect us at all last year no i don't it's think never it never affected me it didn't affect me when i watched college football it didn't affect me when i played against it in high school like it, it, yeah correct. it's like you know what i mean like no that was tom brady yelling out at clouds last year um speaking of tom <laughs> yeah. brady dude th- this dude looks like gaunt it looks like Marvelo gaunt disheveled I mean, I just can't believe like he
1: came back looking like Madame Toussaint's uh wax version of <sighs> himself.
0: He looks like handsome Squidward the way like his fucking yes. the way his cheeks Jaw. are in like that. I can't I don't even know. Like I will i I'm not knocking a man for having plastic surgery. I swear to God I'm not. I swear to god. He I'm did. Not. He had to Without have a he doubt. the Without shape doubt. of his face Without has changed. Um and, and Since he was younger. When it, you
1: look at the transition photos,
0: I I am not uh, opposed to people getting work done or anything like that. I want people to feel as good as they want to feel and he can afford to feel as good as he wants to feel and look how he wants to look. Um fucking my man's losing offensive linemen like flies. He's um, like flies. Like flies. Uh, they lost him
1: in the offseason to other teams and now they're losing him to injuries.
0: Yeah, and um you know Gronk ain't coming back new head coach there i know it's like arians is still in the building and i know people are confident in Bulls. i'm confident in Bulls. i'm never counting out brady but it just looks he he looks like he looks like carl havoc like on the i think you should leave sketch where he's just like i'm not doing it uh, <laughs> that's exactly I right i don't want to be around anymore like <laughs> fucking just fucking... i don't want to be around anymore <laughs> tom like you mean you don't like you don't want to be alive I
1: can't move. I don't know. I got too much shit on me.
0: The chin kills. The chin does not kill. It's actually quite heavy, Craig. You don't know. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay, let's move on. Let's go to Aaron. Yeah, I'm Unless fucking carrying it here. I'm getting
0: more coffee.
1: You go do that, and I'm going to wax poetic about how much of a fucking bitch Aaron Donald is, despite the common narrative. Okay, this is about a week to a week and a half ago in a joint practice between the former Super Bowl um, debutants, you've got the Bengals and you've got the Rams in a joint practice. You've got a massive brawl, which could have been started by Leal Collins throwing his helmet at Leonard Floyd. And if so, then that is also a bad thing and he should be punished. Leal Collins. However, the most like evident and visceral thing you see from this video, this like grainy video is that Aaron Donald is double fisting, Bengals players' helmets, swinging them with like intense fury, and just clobbering a dude, and then getting tossed onto his back, and then he stands up, and there's this like supposedly badass photo of him like hunched over holding two helmets, and everyone thinks like, oh my god, that's so Game of Thrones of him. That is so gritty. My god, that is so Omaha Beach of him. He is such a badass. And I'm like, okay, so where's the same energy? as when Miles Garrett was clubbing Mason Rudolph with the helmet. Secondly, Aaron Donald swung that helmet way fucking harder than Garrett did, and the, he legitimately, like, clocked the dude, and it was ringing loud.
0: Yeah, here's but, the thing. Garrett Garrett hit a dude...
1: Without a helmet without on.
0: Without a helmet on. That should be clear. In a live game, it's not, but... Um, i
1: don't give a fuck about the differentiation of, of live game or practice it only that matters the punishment matter to
0: it only matters punishment wise but like in the video dude you see this guy like donald connects like three times the, the like onto the other dude like the dude's wearing a helmet but he's getting smacked helmet to helmet like three times and it's not like it's not like the hit you'd get on the field you're getting like I mean, he is fucking smacking him like no, that's concussion. Dude, it, that's like that's yes. like CTE. Like you're getting smacked in the fucking head. Like playing whack a mole. Uh, it's not great. It's not great. I I yeah, I, I don't um, know. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, it, like you've always kind of talked about Aaron Donald being a dirty player or being like uh, so. That's what I want to talk about emotions. because.
1: I, I tried to scour our old episodes, and I think that I talked about it after the Super Bowl, and I think that that episode footage or audio was lost. Um, I think maybe it was like an editing issue by you. Who knows? Anywho, we talked about the fact that Aaron Donald has like tendencies to be a dirty player, and it's often overlooked because of how dominant he is and in the super bowl he had a kind of a cheap shot on joe however there's like massive amounts of cut-ups of him just like literally taking his fucking index finger and his like thumbs and trying to go for jugulars on dudes to just pinch into their jugulars to suffocate them he constantly is doing shit like this in games he's constantly after the whistle with it and I talked about this like at length in that episode, and I know I did, because when I saw this happen in the practice, this like helmet swinging, it made me immediately go back to this. And what I said at the time, which I think the audio was lost, was that from my perception, Aaron Donald is constantly double or triple teamed. He's very, very good. He's maybe the best defensive player I've ever ever seen. And after a while, I think his anger and frustration builds up to the point where he lashes out because he's either not making an impact or he's feeling wrong. Because he's not making an impact on the game, he's got all these dudes chipping him, so he starts lashing out, and he never ever gets penalized for it because he is a poster child and a he golden boy for absolutely defense. Absolutely,
0: is a poster child. He's like, the Tom Brady so of the defense, like he's the one Aaron they protect. Donald. Yeah, like they love. And him.
1: every time there's a fight, everyone's like, "Oh my God, Aaron Donald! Look at how athletic and badass he is! <laughs> you don't want to mess with Aaron Donald!" And I'm like, "Okay, I just want to paint this picture for you because it makes it even worse because Aaron Donald did martial arts." When you have somebody who's that good, who resorts to lashing out in anger when he doesn't make an impact, that paints an anger management issue for me in my mind. This guy can't control his emotions throughout the majority of a game. So I said at the time, I wouldn't be surprised if he does something worse and hurts someone. And I'm pretty sure I said I wouldn't be surprised if he donks someone on the head like Miles Garrett. I said it as a joke. I think I said that. That's what happens when you have someone doing this, and when you constantly push this narrative that Aaron Donald is this like super duper badass. Here's my take: during plays, he is a badass. He's probably the best defensive player I've ever seen. But to take off, to to go for someone's jugular the way that he does, always, to do like there's like, a lot of points, images of him like he's grabbing doing things people, to, like, he's trying, trying to hurt the neck, people, like around the- Aaron. Yes, Aaron Donald is unquestionably a dirty player and it's a different way than like um indomitian sue or albert hainsworth would be a dirty player it's very precise and is very much using martial arts background to try to go for someone's weak spots it is very dirty taking off your helmet to use it as a weapon is the most bitch made shit you could do on a football field luke and i had a discussion about it where we didn't even like I didn't even think that was like an option. Like I wouldn't even think about taking my helmet off. To swing on someone's helmet is common. People joke about, oh, you shouldn't punch a helmet. That's just going to hurt your hand. Whatever, whatever. That's not being a bitch in a fight. That's equal footing. To take someone's helmet off or to take your helmet off and use it as a weapon is cowardly. It is not badass. And to have all of these people... Paint this image of him as this warrior. He's he's a dirty player who can't control his emotions. Who's trying to hurt people? Say what it is. He's very good at football, and this can also be true. You can have both sides of this be true. It was not badass what he did. It was absolutely bitch made and cowardly, and it should and he should be punished.
0: It feels like, uh, you know, these Bengals I, I are, are living in their head a little bit too. Like I know that they didn't win the Super Bowl. The Rams did, but. There's a lot of things that I would keep an eye on at this Rams team that I don't I don't see him running it back. Like a lot of people are excited, but we need to talk. I mean, I I don't know if people are like, dude, Stafford's arm might be fucked. Like, I'm sorry, but it might. I be I think fucked. he's gonna deal he's in, with uh, with issues
1: pain. of like endurance the whole. He's season. He's in
0: pain every day. Like it. it yes. And, it, and it's he's not getting younger. Um, I don't, I don't. He's know how always played hurt, like every I don't know single how that's year. Gonna go, like I, I, I think, um. I'm not confident in that. I'm I'm not confident in them repeating. I'm not confident in Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, you know, we used to talk about Brady, but wasn't Aaron Donald in that same boat where he's like, I don't even know if I'm coming back. And I think he meant it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I think he meant it. So, I, I don't know. He should
1: have fucking left.
0: We got them on Thursday Ugh. night. They get to kick off. Um, I know the NFL is falling over themselves that they have – um the L. A. Rams in a spot where they're Super Bowl champions, where their stadium is literally like right outside of NFL like offices, like it's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and you know Aaron Donald's a golden boy. It's all it's all perfect. Um, so I think that they want to keep that up as much as they possibly can, but I don't know if it can. I really don't, and I don't know. Um, there's no backup plan after this. After this, like you know, Stafford was the hail mary, uh, and it worked. But I don't think you're yielding. They're a glass cannon, and we've yeah. talked about it. Like it's, you know what I mean. So I I don't know. I don't know where this is going, uh, in L. A. And everybody seems well, really dick hard over the Chargers too. Like speaking of L. A. but
1: yeah, you're right, and that's something we're gonna unpack ad nauseum. The probably the first quarter of the season. But I think we should talk about a couple contracts real quick before we talk about uh, cuts and pickups because we did have the official cut down and the waiver wire. So first off, Russ got a contract extension. I feel like we knew that was coming based did off we? of uh, – like, I think we did. I dang, think we knew that confident. when he got traded, he was going to want – I thought that was part of the discussion that he would want an extension with this new team.
0: no rocks. I mean, that's the hell of a deal. I mean, and they're, yeah, they're mean, falling Bronco over themselves Nation? too. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos Nation, let's ride. Broncos Nation, let's ride. God, it's funny. Um, it, it's you <laughs> know it's probably gotten old to some Mr. people. Mr.
1: Unlimited,
0: not to me. It, it's not old to me. Um, I I really like that. I think they're really excited in Denver. It's the same way that they're like when they had Peyton Manning, except for younger. But here's the thing: I don't. Do you see Russ like like what is it a seven-year fucking extension or something like? Do you see Russ playing 7 more years? I'm sorry. Like what is uh, he th- maybe. I don't know.
1: Legitimately, that guy's a, that guy is a weird guy anyway. I, I think he could do it.
0: I love him. I love his personality so much. I he's just he a goofball. He's just down and dude. also Luke. He's he is
1: now like, in the medical marijuana capital of the United States, unless you say that's California. But he If he comes out there throwing dimes, throwing deepies like he did in the Pro Bowl with Justin Jefferson, God, just blitzed out of his mind off funny. of a sativa laced with Keith joint, then, yeah, he's going to be just fine for at least seven years.
0: That's what I'm saying. It just seems like he's having fun, dude. Like, he's he's an absolute dream of a, of a franchise player to, like, be your cornerstone. An absolute dream. And he got the fuck out of Dodge in Seattle. Like, that shit is... Oh my god. Like I I do I feel so bad. I love that city so fucking much. Um I feel bad for those fans. It's going to be a tough year. Like everything is dead and it would have been dead even with Russ there. So like he's living he's living the the good life. Um throwing to fucking Jerry Judy and having uh a running game and having a defense and getting to Getting the to Seahawks maybe win another ring. This year. I mean, the Seahawks are dead for a minute. I truly think Pete the Carroll's Seahawks will get go. the number one
1: pick, by the way.
0: Pete Carroll's gonna have to go. CJ Stroud's gonna have to be put on a Seahawks uniform next year. And um, then he's gonna bust. Yeah, he'll bust hard, but that's okay. And uh It's okay. Yeah, whatever.
1: It's still another feather in the Ryan Day quarterback coaching cap. You know what I mean? Um Next we have the Jimmy Garoppolo contract, reworking his contract to stay in San Francisco. Uh, I want you to give me your take, and then I'm going to talk about it for a second.
0: I find it interesting. um, It's all this back and forth. um, My wife keeps calling me. It's all this back and forth um, about where is he going to go? Where is Jimmy G going to go? This is Lance's team. We're, We're open to trades. And, like, finally it just ends up like, the best option is And maybe this is just grapple's assessment It's like I'll just back up Lance uh, Cut down my money a little bit Have a clean one year uh, Make a few million dollars And play if I need to uh, And sit around and see What team I can jump to next off season, um, Is is what I assume The thought process is He's He's still going to be A find for a team that's a little more Quarterback needy next year It's just that right now uh, the only teams that are quarterback needy must not be where he, he wants to be, and um, I don't blame him for not wanting to go to Seattle. I don't blame him for not wanting to go to, uh, you know, people threw on Cleveland a lot. Um, so uh, you know, who knows? Maybe next year there's like a, a perfect little spot for. Him. Panthers are going to be in the quarterback business again, like next year, because like they yeah, still have to. Likely play. so. Baker's got a year left or whatever. So there's there's. There's nothing wrong with him sitting. in. also, I know that he knows, and I know that the that the San Francisco coaching staff knows that if or when Trey Lance sucks even a little, the whole town's mm-hmm. gonna go fucking nuts. San Francisco's been doing this for like <laughs> like decades, man. Where they mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like this is so eerily reminiscent of Alex Smith and Kaepernick in a weird way, um, and. If, you know, they say it's Lance's team, but this is a guy who played at North Dakota State and played like what? How many games does this guy even play? Like, I'm sorry. I would just like...
1: He only really started one season and then one game of the next year, if I'm not mistaken. So I'll I'll go in and you kind of intro it with the implications for the 49ers. Because, I mean, at first you're kind of focusing on Garoppolo and I'm like, that's fair. Because, I mean, I'm sure he had input on whether or not he wanted to go to these teams that are kind of tanking right now. However, I was like, my first reaction was the implications for Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers team at large, because this is a team that thinks that they're primed to compete for a Super Bowl. They know that they can go to the playoffs, and they have done so multiple times in the last three years. My thing is this if you've got a young QB going into his second year who you've handed the keys to the franchise and you've said so publicly, you don't keep or retain the quarterback who has taken you to the playoffs two times in the last three years that just doesn't happen like historically in the last like five to ten years that has not happened like Alex Smith was not retained by the Chiefs Um, like all these guys get rid of their veteran quarterbacks when it is time for the young guy to take the reins and what this tells me is they're not bought in on Trey Lance all the way they just would not keep him if they were that's all the people they're like yeah but he reworked his contract and it's a great insurance clause I'm like wrong that's just not how it works in the NFL they would not have kept him if they didn't think they might need him so my thing is this you have a west coast offense that's predicated on accurate intermediate and short passing allowing receivers to have a lot of yak opportunities because they're catching it in stride and that's where garoppolo shines he can get you those short passes on the money quickly he's got a good release trey lance has a great athletic makeup and great deep ball throwing uh, ability but everything i've heard and read is that his accuracy is sporadic and (laughs) sporadic and accurate and i'm just kidding he's inaccurate he's he's hitting people where they have to fall down to catch it where they have to jump to catch it and that's going to make you not string together these quick striking drives. That's going to stymie your drives. It's going to slow you down, and it's going to, I think, lead to calls for Garoppolo, and it's going to shake this kid's confidence, and I think it's the worst thing they could have done. I think they would have been better off letting Trey Lance go out there by trial by fire and fail if he needs to, because if you have Garoppolo in the wings, not only is he going to fail, but he's going to be broken mentally.
0: Yeah, I don't know, though. Like Garoppolo's kind of always like then this guy is kind of like the career backup. I mean, even though his starting numbers are pretty good and all this stuff, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like you talk about like this, the cycle of like, uh, coaches, like getting the younger guy and ready to move on. This is the guy that like Bill Belichick and Tom Brady broke up over this guy. That's not, that's not a joke. Like, like Bill Belichick was ready to send Tom off and, and then keep winning Super Bowls and keeping the machine going with Jimmy Garoppolo. That was, that was happening. Uh, and the only reason it didn't is because Kraft and them said no. Um, And, like, Belichick was ready to do so, and I think you're right, clean breaks are nice like that. Um, And this guy's career is always kind of like, it's been a big what-if, but I I don't want to sleep on the fact that, like, his numbers have been totally solid, and it's, like, it's always shocking to me. It's always shocking to me when you have teams that are living or just eaten so well that they can that they can have musings like this like i mean look at you as a bears fan like if you had look at me look at you if you had two quarterbacks this morose motherfucker right here if you had two if you had two quarterbacks like this on your roster and you're like oh gosh oh i don't know what to do and you're just like fucking just like rubbing your hands together like give me a fucking break i have a better
1: quarterback than both of them right now I
0: don't necessarily. I don't necessarily disagree. Um, and he's gonna prove that come week one, yeah. brother. <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree. San Francisco disagree. versus the Bears. I I think if you put a gun on me right now and ask me who I wanted to start all season for me, Garoppolo or Fields, I I actually don't know who I'd pick. I think I'm. I think that's maybe crazy. I'd be like Garoppolo. Let me
1: ask you this, Luke. Safe I pick. mean, so what is the point? Like, let's go macro, top down. What's the point of this move?
0: Um it give for who like i mean like the point of the
1: the 49ers to 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 re-sign garoppolo what is the point what are they doing with
0: the point of the move the point of it is if you take all human aspect out of it and look at it as x's and o's um that's what i'm saying if you look at it as x's and o's they save a lot of money on a starting caliber quarterback uh to 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 use if they need to if their if their draft pick doesn't work out or if he gets hurt, it's an amazing plan. Like if you take all human human aspect out of it, it's fucking excellent. I I,
1: I think it's such a bad plan. Why? Why would you I not want
0: like just X's and because O's? Because X's
1: and O's. There is the, X's and O's. There is no situation where if Garoppolo starts this year and even plays remotely serviceably, there's not a quarterback controversy and an but issue that's, where that's just, not
0: X's and O's. Okay, let's go you X's and saying? O's. I'm saying no human aspect. This is a wonderful okay. move.
1: Like X's and O's, you've had the same fucking team for like three years, and he has not done it for like two out of the three times. So we then the you Super had Bowl to get another X behind it correct and he couldn't do it why did they lose that super bowl he was not making those throws down the field and all we didn't did was be, talk about how didn't bad he almost he was. beat aaron
0: Rodgers in the nfc championship or didn't he beat aaron Rodgers? like did he, he did he beat that ass last year too he did. Like, Garoppolo except went into it wasn't Green him Bay.
1: it was the special teams
0: sure it's never him I, it's never him that's a, like ever sure I mean but sometimes the quarterbacks aren't
1: It was him when he went 5 and 0 before he got injured when he got traded there but it's literally never been him besides that. So here's the X's and You're O's. talking about him X like he's fucking doing Matt Flynn or ever. something.
0: Like this is this is not no.
1: that guy. I'm saying you had to get a new X. You had to do you had to go blockbuster, you had to do a huge trade up to get a new X because this guy does not have the physical abilities to put you over the top in the Super Bowl. So you're keeping him and that's fine, and I guess it really does come down to the the personal aspect for me, but all you're doing is inviting issues. You should have just lived or died by the new guy who could or could not get you there, but at least there's a potential. You already know you're not getting it with Garoppolo. So all you're doing is adding more controversy and more fuel to that fire. And you're, in my opinion, you are not moving the needle towards a Super Bowl one bit by keeping him. If you have to start a guy who is not a, bet, like a starting caliber backup, you're still going to be in the same spot, in my opinion. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with, with Jimmy Garoppolo. So why would you invite that? You had a chance to really start over with the same fucking team with a new QB and you're just doing the same shit. You're doing the exact same shit and you're guising it as like this genius move of keeping this super good backup who could come in if Trey Lance gets hurt. Okay.
0: I don't know if they're guising Then you're going to
1: break Trey Lance and you're going to set your you're setting yourself back another 3 years guess then. What? then because he, you guess just what?
0: then he's breakable. Like, you know what I mean? Like then he's breakable.
1: Like Okay. So then okay. I mean then you drafted a breakable guy, and you didn't even try to, to eliminate draft. the things that would now, break that's him. That's
0: a separate conversation, because I don't necessarily love the pick. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't love the pick.
1: I didn't like the pick either. Um, I just think the Garoppolo re-signing is the stupidest thing they could have done, because I don't think it helps them win a Super Bowl, and all it does is fuck up their new thing at QB, which they put so much of their resources into this basket of this Trey Lance situation. And there there's no way it helps Trey Lance, in my opinion, even though they may say that.
0: But you, but not even that, but you think it hurts him. I don't see how it, I, I, think, I think it does.
1: Hurt. I think it's so detrimental to the situation. I had that same mug. I love it. So it's, it's a solid size. It's a solid it's size. It's a little one. We yeah. We can move on.
0: I got it. I got it on discount. I guess
1: you're right. When you go down to the X's and O's, you oh, can't I say that this young is a guy that's done
0: it. And I get to, and I get to keep in the room with him. And I in the room, I get to keep this quarterback who's, who's taken us to a Super Bowl uh and and like and he knows that he's not the starter and is, and and that is communicated publicly and everybody knows that like i i think it's invaluable i think it's uh, how could you possibly go into
1: that room and think you're the guy right now i don't think
0: jimmy gives a fuck about starting i'm not talking about jimmy but listen that's why because kyle shanahan has said publicly months ago that trey lance is our starter and jimmy's not like you know what i mean to the world, and that is how all summer, and that's how everybody's operating. That's how every, that's how Debo's operating. Debo knows he's playing with Trey Lance, and guess what? He's probably fucking excited. Like everybody knows that Trey Lance is a starter all a camp. There's no controversy. Like. And are fans gonna be shitty uh, 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 week three if Treyland sucks? Sure, but I don't think that means necessarily the team will. Like, we don't know. Like, dude, behind closed doors, this guy has been the starter all year, and Garoppolo's only just been confirmed to be there. I don't think he cares if he's starting at this point. He gets to eat and fucking have more money. And at worst, I think Garoppolo if he comes starts in, at some well. point this season. I hope not. The I think the
1: I I think so.
0: But if he does and I think
1: the fact that he's he even does. there invites that opportunity. Um cuz if if Trey Lance underperformed and had some lumps and learning uh, curve to coming into the league as a starter and he had fucking Nate Sudfeld as his backup there's no issue. You lived and die by Trey Lance. But as soon as he starts playing bad Garoppolo comes in and it's done. The, the whole nuts. experiment is done. I just don't know why you don't it, want a backup. I think you don't
0: want a backup. You want if if Trey Lance gets h- yes, hurt, you want a hundred percent. If Trey Lance gets hurt, you want a non-threatening bad quarterback. You're, that's that goes against the idea of wanting to win a Super Wrong. Bowl. If that's your theory, no. no, that's how it sounds. That's truly how it sounds.
1: Okay, but let me say this. You can have a guy like Garoppolo, who's not who Jimmy Garoppolo, who started for your team, dude. There are who? other backups you could go backup get quarterbacks with Camden. Jimmy Garoppolo's you starting record. Traded.
0: Who's fucking like no? But I'm saying you like... don't
1: have to have a Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo is quote unquote a starting quarterback, not yes. a backup. Sure. So you're saying it's great that they have a starting quarterback in the wings. What I'm saying is he that is a detriment not, to the team.
0: He knows that he's not though. It's just a value. Then move. why do you keep him? Because why he's would part you of keep your a organization. Guy who doesn't want you don't. To start. He's, he's your man. Like the Niners like him. He's been part of the team he for is your fucking man, six Which means years. Trey Lance has to be worried about it. I I don't think so. I think that Shanahan's you Shana, don't Kyle keep Shanahan a guy that has took been very clear about who he wants and when he wants him. He liked Kirk Cousins. He still does. He liked Jimmy Garoppolo. But now he likes Trey Lance. Like Trey Lance is his guy. And I'm saying that like, but that doesn't like. I don't want him to have a element, piece of like, shit. This is this is a guy I, who's been part of the team since. Fucking! It's been New England and it's been San Francisco and San right. Francisco. Okay, like, so like these are his friends and family. You think
1: I want them to have some ambiguous Matt McGloin as their That's backup? sounds no, I want them to have a backup quarterback, not a starter who took them to the Super Bowl within the last three years. Like a backup, as a backup,
0: as a really nice backup. It doesn't matter. It it does. It's an excellent like value move. Okay, it does. Let me let me say let
1: me say I'm going to reneg and go back. X's and O's, it makes total sense. I don't even know if I can argue that it doesn't make sense X's and O's wise. I'm truly focusing on the psychological human element. I'll give you that. And I think you live you and die by the investment in Trey Lance. You, you took your shot to fix the QB position. Why did you trade up to get this guy with all the intangibles? Yeah. Because Jimmy Garoppolo can't do it. Sure. So now you keep the guy who's taking you to the playoffs in the Super Bowl, who you have fucking your all-world tight end constantly raving about still, who loves Jimmy Garoppolo, and you don't truly have a backup quarterback. You have a 1B starter who's waiting to take a shot. So what I want is for you to go do what like the Vikings did and get, ironically, a former 49er as like a backup guy. Who's a guy that can come in and steady a ship for like a game or two. That's what you but want. That's
0: You that's don't the want money a guy that as soon
1: as he comes in, ends it. It's done. As soon as Garoppolo comes in, and tre- if Trey Lance isn't literally injured for the rest of the year, I think it's done. I think the whole Trey Lance experiment is potentially done if Garoppolo plays.
0: All right, and that would saying, not happen if you had a true backup. In the spirit of wanting to win a Super Bowl, if Trey Lance is playing fine and fucking tears his ACL... If you have your Nate Sudfeld, you're not winning a Super Bowl. If you have Garoppolo, you can still make a deep playoff run and go no. to the Super Bowl with okay, Devo. Yes. yes, you can. 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 So but I'm you're just, not going to win it. I don't know that. I don't know that.
1: I we I think we do know if that. If they're from playing history, the Chiefs, they're not going to win saying. it.
0: But if they like, but if they're playing like, you know, I don't know. They're playing the fucking If they're playing the Bengals, they're not going to win it. I don't know that. The Bengals should have beat the Rams. That's true.
1: There's two bad calls in that game. T Higgins shouldn't have had that touchdown on Jalen Ramsey. And then Logan Wilson shouldn't have had that pass interference, which ended the game effectively. So all I'm saying is I get exactly what you're saying. And I'm actually glad we got heated on this because I feel like we agree more often than we don't. All I'm saying is to me, and I think this is our um, juxtap- like our dichotomy of how we view team building and pursuit. I think all of the investment you made in redoing your QB Um, Because you knew you couldn't do it with Garoppolo. I think to have a Nate Sudfeld type come in and not get you to the Super Bowl is better than having Garoppolo almost get you to the Super Bowl and then completely rat fuck your whole thing you just did at QB.
0: Yeah, but you're wasting a whole year of, of grown men's lives. Like you're sure. wasting a whole year because you didn't want to hurt Trey Lance's feelings.
1: Is it a waste? Because I feel like yes. if you start Garoppolo, don't win a Super Bowl, and ruin Trey Lance, you're wasting three years of everyone's life. I disagree. I think you because you got to redo out. it again.
0: Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, we need a
1: larger audience so we can get a poll to see which of us is wrong. I mean, I, we I should think, move on.
0: I think fair's fair. I did you see that Tua got voted by the by his teammates as captain, most votes on the team.
1: Good for him. I've been seeing some serious floaters from his deep balls and some cut-ups
0: lately. I know. That's why I need the season to start, because I need I need to know what's true and what isn't. Because I like Tua. I'm very pro Tua, and I want I'm things wondering to work if he out can... in Miami. I really do. I want Miami to be good. That'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. For Miami I want to see be him the beat one the shit float. out of New England. That's what I'm saying. Like For Miami to be the one to dominate that division would be a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of storylines in that division where I'm like. Also, I need to know what's going to happen with New England's play calling. I'm very, very intrigued.
1: What's going to happen with the Jets? The Jets, the Jets. nothing.
0: Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing good. Yeah,
1: we're wondering what's going to happen with Mac Jones because that offense does not look like it's clicking right now.
0: Um, I think Mac's gonna be fine. I, I, I I'm, I'm not worried about Mac, and I'm honestly never worried about Belichick. But I. I do think it's uh, a very intriguing thing to keep an eye on without uh, an official OC.
1: Let's talk quickly about Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, Luke.
0: Please. Yeah. Baker, uh, Sam
1: Darnold injured Hurt. I didn't think this was a big enough uh, talking point to even hit on Luke thought it was. And I get it because he was in contention to be the starting quarterback just mere weeks ago. But I think we've hit the point where Sam Darnold might just be one of those guys that, journeyman's then fizzles out um however he's injured um he did lose the job technically to baker um i wonder what will happen with sam going forward if he potentially could be like a week eight like trade Type of guy gonna if say, another team's QB He's QD got the hurt. contract.
0: Baker doesn't. So like, correct. You know, I you he, know, he's he, making more money than Baker this year, without a saying, doubt. Right? Without a doubt. Yeah. Um. And then and the Panthers aren't a Tell bad me about spot, the though. McCaffrey. I love McCaffrey. Um. But I
1: the, the tweets that you like sure say you think he's a glass cannon, Luke. I,
0: I've, this podcast says that I call him so glass. funny. Like I, I'm sorry, he gets hurt every year, and that's all they have going for him in Carolina. So, um, it's a bummer. Um, I don't even know any Panthers fans. That'd be tough.
1: It's rough. Let's talk about the Baker Mayfield drama.
0: Yeah, like, what did he... It's not even that big a deal, to be honest. I guess it was, like, apparently a journalist, uh, she said that um, he said he wanted to kick their ass or whatever, and then...
1: He said he was gonna kick the the Browns' ass week one as the starting quarterback for the Panthers. I'm gonna beat their ass. And then
0: he was like, no, I didn't. And then it was like, oh, well... He may have said that, but I shouldn't. It was a. It was an off the record conversation that I shouldn't have disclosed. No. And then no. no, it was weird though. He was like, I didn't say that, and they're like, oh, okay. Or he's like, he was like, well, I didn't say anything, and they're like, oh, and he's like, well, what? Literally, what I said was, yeah, sure, sir. Is basically what the fucking. <laughs> yeah, is, sure. Is basically sir. what the fucking. Uh, uh thing is whatever it's so lame okay
1: great ab- job moxie king just stand by it dude he just stand by it. Sh- Fuck it you
0: better win like like you better beat those browns like i i, I mean yeah you still have to play against a, a solid defense but i mean i'm brissette like, do you
1: think miles garrett is gonna not try to kill baker mayfield
0: he'll probably donk. he's gonna him. try to kill him he'll probably donk him
1: he might Okay, I think ugh, I think we have so much intrigue week one. I cannot wait. This is going to be so much fun. So many talking points. I know, um, right. I know we're going to probably shift the schedule a bit due to my more busy schedule probably to Wednesday mornings potentially doing the pod going
0: forward. I think it fits because I think uh, that way. We're going to the- have
1: to start at a crisp nine my time though.
0: Yeah, we'll make it happen.
1: We're going to have to because I have right. to be on
0: campus we'll make it happen. Anywho,
1: we're going to talk next week for sure about our picks. We're going to do a new What's pick. Happening. Uh we're going to do a new pick bet for the year, a new Jersey bet. Um Luke's Lewis scene Jersey will be there at some point. Somebody yeah, is that, currently making it. That draft pick in, like, overseas right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's like all you have to do is just print a number 6 on. It. I don't know why it's so hard, but you know, a lot hmm. of stuff like since COVID anything like coming overseas supply has chain been issues. difficult, yeah um people keep getting stuck in the panama canal luke i know just fucking what the fuck i don't like it any more than you do it's messing you gotta
1: stay straight it's like operation you can't buzz on the sides home it's part of of my
0: part of my adult life and journey now is knowing that like i have to order things ahead of time to account for lunar new year and stuff like i I, I, you learn that is actually really cool cultural knowledge yeah like i had to order some stuff i'm like fuck because like so much of the stuff i have to order for work happens over
1: there okay very quickly before we talk about cuts and pickups let's talk about aaron Rodgers going on the joe rogan experience talking about playing off those perk babies uh my
0: knee my knee he Uh, sucks he sucks i don't like if you have the time then go watch the uh (laughs) uh the post game interview that everybody's saying he was on perks on. I guess this made rounds a few years ago too, uh, but it's 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 ridiculous. He's all his eyes are glossy he looks, and red. He looks and sounds just absolutely hammered, just zooted, and uh, uh, like it's so it's, even, it's it's even funnier because there's like a a circle of bears preying on 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 bended knee behind him. Uh, and so yes. it's it's very good, man. And <laughs> he just beat the just, shit out, just out of us, cheesing. and he's talking about. He's just he's absolutely cheesing. Like it's it's really funny, man. So there's I that.
1: I can't wait for this man's downfall. He's been so annoying. <laughs> I really don't like him. I got a
0: secret, man. There's no downfall. He'll probably win MVP again. Like, but man,
1: Romeo Romeo Dubs or Dubs is gonna be like a fucking offensive rookie of the year for them. Who does he Even have? Even though that they have he, like tech,
0: he has somebody that I keep being like, oh my god, wait till that happens. But maybe I can't. Maybe. I don't know as about, a wide receiver. Yeah, he has somebody that I'm like who, who He's
1: got that? Alan Lazard,
0: yeah, Christian he
1: Watson, mm-hmm. he's got Romeo he's got, Doves got from still. Nevada, who everyone's yep. saying is really good. Cobbs, he's got um the kid from Clemson, who's smaller, Amari Rogers, I think his name Maybe is. Maybe that's who I'm
0: thinking of. There's there's somebody Great. who I've been like keeping an eye on and I'm like, okay. Um it's a blast. I, I look, man, yeah. he'll be fine. Like he could easily win another MVP. but I think uh, that doesn't matter to me because I think we have a real crack at the NFC North. The Vikings are the we in that, in that if you were. Okay.
1: That's a great transition because you're going to have a hard time getting to the top of the NFC North mountain cutting some of these great, delicious young players who the oh, Bears are just eagerly guzzling up. you some, treats, up. Gave you some treats. Amir Smith-Marset, thank have you, him. please. Armand Watts, thank you, please. Kellen Mond, Brown, said thank you, please. And when you claim someone off waivers, they have to be taken onto your 53-man active roster. So Kellen Mond is now on the Browns roster. Kellen Mond he's is out really, on the practice squad. He's a
0: really smart pickup for Cleveland in terms of like – Every one of your, I think quarters- he's
1: really shitty. I think he sucks. Yes, but he's
0: a third stringer. Like, I mean, like, so yeah. If you ha- so you have a third stringer who can play the exact offense that your first two stringers can play, it's excellent for practice. It's excellent for him. Like, I it could develop Correct. him. Like, that's the that's where you need to go. Like, because it's all three mobile quarterbacks. You know what I mean? He who is that?
1: Who was that mobile QB who played at Notre Dame? Who was from Ohio? Um, who played for the Browns for a little bit. No. Oh no, you're thinking of Deshaun More. Kaiser. That's who he is. He's Deshaun Kaiser.
0: That's fine. I like Deshaun Kaiser. I mean, yeah, but
1: Deshaun Kaiser did absolutely nothing except get stripped by or pick six by Khalil Mack. I
0: mean, he got a pretty rough like go start for the Browns. Like that doesn't really work for a lot of people. <laughs> um
1: i just think it's so crazy that you guys gave up on a third round qb a year in he must have been very bad for that to happen
0: talking about kaiser no
1: i'm talking about mond you don't just cut or get second rid year. of a third round Q- yeah. yeah yeah second no, I year know. he
0: must suck yeah no or he just he has fit, to be terrible. he just doesn't fit the he just, or he just doesn't fit what kwacy and and kevin o'connell see and those guys are. Yeah, but
1: wouldn't you think a young QB you would keep course. him and try to teach him how to fit that? I would, like, I would. But fuck, the most man. thought of
0: like we got him and Mannion both, we're like, no, we're going to go get Nick Mullins. We're cool. Like, and that's so crazy. That's a better value pick. Nick Mullins is better to have in the fucking room. It's weird. Principal it breaks, Mullins. Principal Mullins. He's the man. But it breaks my heart because I like Kellen Mond, and I also. Um, i I don't ditch draft picks that fast like i would never i would uh so I, but maybe they thought, sunk cost they were like maybe we'll get him on waivers and and but i think the browns are right where he needs to be and i wish him nothing but the best i'm happy he gets to go play in a system that could help uh that's very noble of you it's true and and i mean it as much as i dislike the browns organization like it's a good spot for him. He's not gonna be do- doing any favors. He's not gonna start for the Vikings anytime soon. This is Kirk Cousins' team until he's I mean,
1: dead. dude, the Bears are just Romulus and Remus suckling from the mother wolf teeth of the Mama NFL at large. We picked up six waiver wires <clears throat> claims. That was the largest They're in the good. NFL. They're good ones One of too. which, un- and I said, I we got to do it, and we did because we were, I think, seventh or eighth on the waiver claim. The first guy I wanted was Tyler Johnson, who got booted out of Tampa Bay because they have too many good receivers. But he got claimed by the Texans, I think, second on the waiver claim uh, order. Then we got Leatherwood, front, former first-round pick, That's reach pick by amazing, Mike Mayock and the Raiders.
0: Amazing value pickup. I'm like Such a salivating. good value. I'm salivating over that one. You called it. You called it.
1: However, people are like, well – The Bears were the only ones to put a claim on him. And if you would have have passed waivers, the way it works is, if you claim someone on waivers, you have to inherit their contract. So they don't get a choice. They come to your team and you are now taking on the contract other than the guaranteed money that the the former team that drafted him has to pay out of pocket. So we're picking up his first-round contract. The good news with that, you get three years of rookie contract with no guarantee money, if I'm not mistaken. Then you get a fifth-year option for a potential tackle. However, if he would have cleared waivers, he would have been free to sign a free agency contract with anybody. And it would have null and voided his uh, rookie contract. So I think it was smart. He didn't get a choice. He had to come play for a rebuilding team. But we're going to give him every opportunity to develop. I think it's a great opportunity to ditch that narrative of a reach pick. I think now it'll be a reclamation narrative as opposed to a bust narrative. I think he's got a lot of tools. And I think this is exactly the kind of thing you do as Ryan pulls, as this GM who's churning this roster, it's just nice making move. sausage, it's just nice making move. sausage out of it.
0: No, I like it. So
1: excited with what the Bears are doing.
0: I like it, and uh, as long as they can keep Fields fucking alive, man. Like I, I just worry about, I worry about his protection because I like Fields. I'm a big fan, and I would love for Fields to like be this like stalwart like this absolute staple in Chicago like growing up I had to worry I mean I've always had to worry like fuck I have Favre this weekend fuck I have Rodgers this weekend like you know what I mean like I want that to be that way about Fields like I would love that I do too I would love Justin Fields to be this NFC North staple of like we're in a new era this is a new block like you know what I mean like the like you know like we're I, I, I truly feel like we're in a new leaf like we're we're not the age of these players anymore like you know what i mean like we are now a different a different demographic of fan it's kind of bizarre and um this is our this is like not our middle age but we're coming up on it this is like a new chunk of football and like the league is different Ugh. and like these fucking What age is
1: middle age?
0: I think 40, right?
1: Yeah, 40, what are really? the thirties? Just like the dead man zone. Like nothing like, good happens in the thirties. that's your grind set. That's your grind years. I think twenties
0: are your grind years. I think thirties is when you're success. Thirties are when you're supposed to be successful, but because uh, you look young oh, to the shit. professional world. Yeah, no, huh? I, I think <gasps> so. shit. Yeah, I think so. Anyways. What am I doing? I'm still in college. I turned thirty in October, and uh, I wish I were. Don't I know
1: it, it Luke? So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anywho. The Bears claimed six players, which means you've got six guys coming in a week before the kickoff, and they're obviously not going to be able to acclimate that quickly. But, however, what Ryan Poles has done is he has completely reshaped this roster, and he's done it cheaply. He he inherited, I think, five draft picks, no first-round pick, and like a fuckload of really bad stru- uh, structured contracts. He dumped a bunch of the contracts— he got a youth movement going. He made a bunch of trades in the draft to trade back and pick up a bunch of guys. And almost every single draft pick made their roster. And most of them played really well. And another thing I just saw yesterday, that Harold Landry tore his ACL for the Tennessee Titans. He's a pass rushing oh, outside linebacker and they're three, four. I wouldn't be surprised if we trade um, Robert Quinn to somebody like them. Cause you've got a very, very valuable older player who's a pass rushing sack specialist and you are in the middle of a youth movement. And I think that's one of your last valuable trade chips. I wouldn't be surprised to see him go.
0: I mean, as many moves as like people are making this off season, it's awesome. It's like the fucking like the, the NFL is so like these, these front offices are all coked up at the stock market. <laughs> it feels like, you know what I mean? They are. They're they just are. doing raw bumps. Oh my God. It's fucking crazy. I, I, I love <sighs> it though. I'm into it. Um, I think we should let's pin it. close out let's with pin some- it.
1: College football corner because we have a Luke and Aiden bowl coming up Saturday night. Mm-hmm. College game day is going to be at Columbus. So shoe, it's baby. going to be prime time, baby. This is
0: good college football. This, is, this we, is good. Classic content. Ohio. Yes. State, and we've game, had legendary stuff.
1: And it's a former Ohio state linebacker who I grew up watching. Marcus Freeman is the head coach and your linebackers. Coach is James Laurinaitis, arguably my favorite Buckeye defender ever. Now, We have had college football games every night since Thursday, starting with an amazing matchup, Penn State versus Purdue last night. And tonight we have a Michigan State game, Saturday a full slate, Sunday and Monday we have good games. Dude, I just wanted to hit on one cool thing. The rare pick-six to puke combo that we saw last night. We had electric matchups between West Virginia versus Pitt, and then we had Penn State-Purdue at Purdue. You had Sean Clifford air mailing a deep post um, as he is off apt to do. He often does he's this. He's been do. starting for them for like fifteen years or so, and <laughs> he's just the king of hospital routes. He goes out there, airmails it, this Purdue safety picks it off, returns it like eighty yards. He's celebrating with his team they go to the sideline the camera falls and he rips off his helmet and just throws up and then they go to commercial and i'm cheering i'm like yeah the next thing you see is him just like flexing his bicep and grimacing to the camera and i'm like this is college fucking football They're
0: back baby
1: <clears throat> penn state ends up winning the game you may ask, how do they do so with such an inaccurate and bad quarterback? And let me tell you, they designed a bunch of bubble screens and running back uh, screens and then have one actual quarterback NFL type throw, which is just the running back leaking out of the backfield. And then everyone says, oh my God, oh, Sean Clifford, such good QB. Oh, he does so good. That's one of the best drives you'll ever see. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they schemed a bunch of easy throws where he didn't have to read a defense, and that's why it worked because they got the ball out of his hand. But that's okay.
0: So Yeah, we watched the okay. same game here.
1: It's a it's a good narrative. <laughs> Sean Clifford, good QB, good job. Uh, do you have any other points you want to talk about this week?
0: No, nah, man, I'm ready to go. I'm I'm really excited for um, I'm really excited for Notre Dame to be back. Notre Dame is my uh, just my favorite.
1: Uh, well, feel. Don't don't worry. You're gonna be waiting an extra week for them to be back, Luke. That's okay. They are not gonna be back this week. It I, is gonna be a bloodbath. It's gonna be crimson. It's gonna be Buckeyes swarming the field, an electric finish. I I wouldn't be surprised if you guys cover the spread and it's a close game. Let me just say, I
0: I don't I wouldn't count us out. That's all I'll say. I yeah. will I, I wouldn't count us out. I feel pretty good. I'll let the I'll let the
1: audience fine. know I've been talking so much more shit than Luke. He's been a very good boy about all this, and I've been
0: so on. I don't really have a – I mean, I don't, I'm not really in a position to, frankly. Uh, I mean, you guys have a lot of uh, preseason hype. I'm uh, Us getting uh, a, a preseason ranking of fifth is very, very kind. I think sometimes we get it on brand value, and I'm not opposed to that at all. I love it. Um, but we have a lot to prove, a lot to prove. I hope Kelly falls on his face in LSU and looks like an idiot. Uh, yeah. Freeman's Freeman's recruiting my family my family um, oh, that's, that's velvet
1: audio. not velvet <laughs>
0: a young gentleman must learn the difference must know
1: <laughs> that's him
0: yeah old Brian Kelly is Jill Bear from King of the Hill now alright okay, with, the, with all that yeah we'll get out of here for NFL Mayo I'm Luke I'm Aiden and we will see you soon bye talk to you Aiden never later. That's how